Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode on It's a Bames Life podcast. Thank you guys for coming in another week. This week I've got somebody so amazing. I'm going to let them introduce themselves because I can do them no justice. That's Oh my gosh, I can't. Yeah. Hi everyone, I'm Terrell. I'm, I'm, I'm 22. Uh, I like long walks in the beach, fried chicken, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm a digital artist, um, newly professed activist, um, a bad bitch, and uh, severely depressed, but we move. Oh, my pronouns are they, them also, guys. Yeah, hi. Exactly. Respect the <laughs> pronouns, people. Amen. Yeah, and this week we are coming to you, and we, we're doing some drawing out. Yeah. It's time to start. It's hunting season. We hunt. <laughs> we are hunting. Because some of y'all need to check yourself. Hey, listen, we need to check them. You know what it is, yeah? I just think that, like, you know, as a community, we have been taught certain things. Yeah. And when someone like myself is so openly out here doing what I'm doing, it's a problem. Yep. And I think if we just teach, um, not that it's my job, I guess it's my job now. We teach black people how to just be themselves. Heike, I say to my mom all the time, you have all this beautiful energy. I've told my mom so many times that she expresses a lot of like beautiful queer energy and she doesn't really understand it. But I'm like, mom, when you're by yourself doing your thing, like your energy, when I say it's queer energy, like queer energy to me is when you're just being yourself, you're authentic to who you are. You're not like, everything about me is an act of resistance to society. Yeah. So I have to keep battling with that. I've had grown ass men come and tell me that they respect me because of what I did on my episode of Backchat. So I know that there's people out there that are trying to reshape themselves. It's just the majority choose not to because most of them probably go to church and the churches they probably go to, you know, don't actually teach them how to love themselves. It just teaches them how to, you know, get a free ticket to heaven. This is, and the, but this is the problem that I've got with that. Yeah, as somebody who actually is actively Christian, like I go to church. At the moment, obviously, we're quarantined. So I'm doing church online, yeah. I have never once walked into a church where they're going to tell me that in order for me to get to heaven, I've got to hate X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D in order to that. I can't understand that because God... I can't understand if you love everyone, but you're telling me, oh yeah, but batting man for dead though. Exactly. So what do you want me to do, bitch? You want to leave my game right before the metal detector to heaven and just walk through? Girl, no. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. That it does not work that way. It's not possible. I've been called the demon child. I tell people I don't care. Yeah. I got told I got called, what was it? Uh an antichrist butcher lesbian. That is the Wow. Uh, wow. I really support it. If they see a clothing line coming out like Antichrist Butch Lesbian apparel. <laughs> That is so mad. I think it's just crazy the things people come up with. And I think because there's so much misinformation, like we're not taught our history in school. We're just taught, like, most people believe that our history starts with slavery. Yeah, and it's not true. And I think, you know, we need more Jane Elliott's in schools. If we're going to have white teachers in schools, we need Jane Elliott's. Yeah. And not a bunch of dismissive ass bitches. Because, you know, I want to be able to express who I am as a black individual because before I'm anything, I'm a human being. But my blackness seems to be such a fucking issue. So I guess we've got to address it. And then on top of that, I'm trans and I got a puss. Hello, I'm stressed. Let me live. Exactly. And as a, as, a, as a black individual, you of all people should know what oppression is. So when you're telling me that my gayness isn't the same as the white experience as my race, it's a form of oppression that I experience in same degree as racism exactly and this is what i don't get even when i tell people that i'm non-gender confirming so uh, my pronouns are she her and they and them i don't those are my pronouns that i use and people can't fathom that what why do you why do you go between the two 
well because I am comfortable and we I do it naturally and also we do it naturally in the English exactly. language we're like oh they said exactly and also I can be masculine and feminine in the one yeah. body I don't need to transition everyone getting stressed out because of, of, of gender neutral toilets more time your toilet at your yard is gender neutral you twat this is what I don't understand yet. <laughs> You're complaining about gender-neutral toilets in Costa, yet in your house you got one toilet between oh, four people and you all don't even know each other. You're paying rent. Trans women because they're all pedophiles. Like, no, that's bullshit. Pedophiles are going to exist whether trans women exist or not, bitch. Like, don't try and put it on the trans community because we don't condone that shit. Exactly. Most trans people have probably experienced abuse to that degree because of the types of lives that we've lived. So to try and tell me, I've had, I remember one time I was in Victoria Station. I went toilet, this lady, she was not feeling it. She was like, excuse me, you're not supposed to be in here. And I was like, uh, what the fuck? Uh, excuse you. Um, there's not a men's toilet, this is a women's toilet. And I was like, I gathered that and I walked in. Do you want to see my purse? Like, do you want proof? Cause I'll pull my trousers down now, bitch. I don't feel no way. She's like, oh, this is harassment. And she got the security guard. Then they came into the toilet. As just cisgendered men, they came into the toilet. And I'm like, hold on a minute. So you called these man them to come in the toilet to complain about me being in the toilet? Tired. Tired. Tired, tired, tired. Where is the making of sense? Where is the making and of sense? And then she said, I'm harassing her. Oh, child, that day I was not feeling it. I remember going home that day and smoking the fattest joint. Because I was just thinking to myself, like, is this what you men are on? <laughs> It's so Is tiring. This on? Like, you need to stop telling me how to live my life and focus on yours. Because, you know, as black people, you know, we as, a, as black people have experienced all kinds of oppressions because of the intersectionalities of our identities. Yeah. And we know very well that, you know, movements like the Black Panther movement was very working closely with the gay liberation movement, the women's liberation movement, because their whole message is unity for all oppressed groups but they essentially focused on the oppression of black people. And well, because, because a lot of black people were black, were black before anything else. So why does my- I die when, if I got shot today and BBC News reported it, 22 year old black trans individual who dies, but when some, when Mazzy goes missing, six year old Madeline McCain, they ain't even mentioning that the bitch is white. They ain't even mentioning that the girl is, you know, they ain't mentioning anything other than her full government name, but me, you telling yeah. everyone my address, my postcode, my fucking uh, national insurance number. Oh yeah, by the way, their name's Terrell, and they yeah. died. Lol. What the hell? And when I hear other black people telling me nonsense, like this thing, when I invest in my history, I talk my history, not the shit they put on them A-level textbooks, bitch. Because I will not spend all my time listening to someone talk to me about slavery. I remember in school, Black History Month, they were like staring at all the black kids in the room whilst apologizing for slavery. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? I remember one time a teacher looked at me while they were talking about slavery and they was like looking at me to get affirmation that it happened. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, me and my bedroom, you know, we were just out there picking cotton. Like it was just a madness, you know? It's actually mad. You know what, yeah, let me call them now. What the fuck, bitch? Exactly. What the hell? Exactly. The same oppression together. We all experience, uh, you know, this is the thing I don't get with black people. And this is why I think, because there has been a lot of talk recently about Black Lives Matter movement being transphobic. Now, the movement is not transphobic. It's the people behind the movement, the movement that have transphobic energy. Because, yes, it's a movement we support. But if this is going to be a movement called Black Lives Matter, I'm expecting all black lives black to be involved. Exactly. Black trans lives, black disabled lives, black elderly lives, black mental health, all of this stuff. Anything to do with black people, bitch, that falls under that umbrella. But to exactly. down tell me that I can't be there or you're, no, you're dismissing my existence, I'm sitting... That's why I said what I said at the speech. Expose the tea. Because this That's movement true. ain't going nowhere. We ain't going to have justice for George Floyd or anybody if we're not here for black people, period. Exactly. I don't think that black people are here for black people because a young woman died, went missing and died, and was fighting every day. Exactly. This is this is this is the issue that I have, and I I'm very conflicted when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement. And I agree. If you go on their website, it's I'm not. Even on, their website. on 
their website, they talk about, you know, being inclusive, being diverse and including trans. So does Greg's, but, you know. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> however, so however, why Greg's. is it that you react so hard to a black man being killed? And I'm not dismissing the fact that George Floyd was killed in a, such a public and unjustly manner. However, Breonna Taylor died before him. We didn't march. Oh, I'm on the page now. It says here, each of our liberation, our own liberation is tied to one another. We cannot fully, we cannot be fully free until every member of our community is free. That is why we must be intentional and steadfast in centering voices of the most marginalized members of our community as we imagine a better world. Our black LGBTQ siblings need us to raise our voices in a resounding affirmation that their lives matter. We are the strongest when we speak with one voice okay so this is what i'm saying when i say the movement essentially is not transphobic it's people that you have to remember black lives matter is a global movement which means they have their own mini fucking groups everywhere and whoever's running these mini bloody groups yeah that's transphobic that's what i'm addressing i'm not talking to the movement i'm talking to the people running the local branch bitch exactly i'm not nando's is trash i'm gonna go to the local nando's and tell them that they're trash exactly because at the end of the day, I'm going to the next Bristol protest and I'm going to say, are you not coming to the trans protest next week? Because if Oh, you're I need to make sure I'm in Bristol Sunday. Like, that's on period. Honestly, because if you're not coming to the trans, um, pro- to the trans protest the following week, don't, you need to go home. Um, I was at the trans right protest. I barely saw any black people there, bro. I could pick them out in the crowd whilst I was talking. It's ridiculous. That's not good. It's ridiculous that in 2020, black people are facing oppression, but then still choose to oppress other people as well within that same community. I'm tired. Fucking hell. I'm I'm, gay. So I'm queer. I'm non-gender confirming. I'm pansexual. Get over it. That's what I'm pansexual. What's up, That's why I match. Yes, bitch. As a that y'all have to meet. Exactly. Y'all are just dying out. Us pansexual <laughs> are an endangered species, girl. Everyone thinks I'm attracted to sauce pans and shit. It's a mess. <laughs> exactly. It's, I I'm think. Tired. Although I do love a good walk, I can't lie. Teflon nonstick, just saying. Yeah, everyone goes off though. They go off. I, know. I think also because of the way that black people have been entered into their history, they've not been taught. And there's a lot of black people that don't know who Queen Nzinga is. Yeah. That stresses me out because she was the business model she was our jay-z bitch going around making moves building a society building a civilization and if anyone came to try her she had her door malaje ready bitch yeah trust our history is filled with women black women who have taken control who are fighting there was you know there's i think i remember watching something i can't remember what it was but there was like a tribe in africa where they they had women as their security in this particular tribe like they were the they were their fucking mafia bitch so you know if they're not respecting this is the thing like and you know with my situation for example with the sexual assault like it pained me to have to tell the police that it was a black man and yeah. i mentioned it several times because of the fact and i mentioned this a lot of times in the speech as well because i wanted to reiterate that me turning up to the black lives matter marches is not just for y'all it's for my people too because we need exactly. to be in some way because um, I remember when a friend, uh, I know a friend of mine, Sakima, was talking beautifully at the Black Lives Matter protest, and a lot of people weren't really deep in what they were, they were deep in what they were saying. But there were some people who were jeering, who were snickering, who were, you know, just doing the most. And it was just kind of like, for me, I think it's super important that we fight against this ignorance because that ignorance is what's going to send them in a loop. But it's also not my job. We have enough resources at this point. So you can't tell me you don't know. You can't tell me you don't, like, if you're telling me you don't know and you don't care, you're being ignorant at this point because there's enough resources out there for you to be an expert on trans experience. Yeah. The thing is, there's two different... My auntie said this beautifully the other day to me because um, I can't remember what we were talking about. No, I was. I had a conversation with somebody at work and she's a white girl. She asked me, how's the podcast going and all this? And we were talking about it and she said, you know, I've started to realize some certain things. She was like, she realized when they did a documentary on George Floyd that it was called The Killing of George Floyd, where actually the police officer outright murdered him. It was a murder, not a, like, exactly. It's even more annoying. 
man was going doing food shopping. Girl, that video oh. always gave me life where that person had the phone smacking his face, like, sir, and you're food shopping for what? Yeah. Your ass should be eating fucking ramen noodles in jail, bitch. Exactly. Not and, fucking in Whole Foods. And the thing Get is, she was them. like, you know, since I've started listening to your podcast, I'm starting to notice certain things. So my auntie said there's two different types of ignorant people. There's ignorant people who want to be ignorant. They enjoy being ignorant because that works for them. Those mm. are our cisgendered, heterosexual, tend to be white male. Okay? Those are those people. Then you have the ignorant people who have just kind of plodded a long life and just kind of taken in what they've been told and just take that for what it is. And, not mm. and that is who this girl is who then is starting to realize okay there's a movement rather than me saying all lives matter <laughs> he was like let me actually have a look into this let me educate myself let me ask the black person on my team what's going on because i don't know i ain't never been stopped in search i've been stopped in search at 7 30 in the morning going to work do i don't want to go to work if I had a chance to be in bed, you wouldn't even see me to stop and search, bro. I've been thrown out bad times by police, bro. Like, I had one police officer come to me in carnival telling me about they're looking for someone and I looked at them, but there's no way. There's no way anyone looks like me. I have a pink face. There's just no way. And also, what I the get hell? that as well. I'm like, you, you can't find somebody else that looks like me. I'm sorry. When there's this no quarantine, my hair is rainbow colored mohawk and uh, it's literally like i stood in front of that police officer rolling my eyes then another one came they're like listen we're just trying to have a conversation why yeah i'm missing all the tunes i'm like missing the fucking parade hurry up i literally stood there like okay go 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 please oh you don't need to do that just calm down so why are you talking to me no Oh my god, police are so annoying. Like, it's actually draining me. Uh, Y'all just need to stop with this shit because one day, one day, someone's gonna have Vim and box you in your jaw and then you're gonna start crying wolf. <laughs> oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. And black people are making it worse by telling me that I'm a tranny, but I'm here fucking helping you, promoting, sharing, you know doing petitions, doing everything in my fucking fiber of my being because I know what it feels like to be oppressed. I know what it feels like when someone looks at you and tells you you ain't shit. When I came out as a trans man, I was being held to standards that were of black cisgendered men, which I never understood until I understood that they do not actually understand the complexity of the black mind. The black mind doesn't even understand the complexity of the black mind, bitch. So where do we go from here, bitch? Before we start pointing at fucking Nigel Farage and all these other annoying ass white people, we need to go into our community and really do some work, bitch. Because exactly. I have not got time to be arguing with Boris Johnson when my own people ain't even standing behind me when I do it. Exactly. This is the thing that I'm saying. How can we say that we want to create manifestos, we want to create groups, we want to do, do better, we want to have black-owned business, but you exactly. categorically will not listen to me because you know that I'm not a straight black woman. And even still that they know that you're not a straight black woman, they'll still try and make moves, bitch. I'll exactly. even get an example up now. Where is it? There we go, Jeremy. Oh, he doesn't... Okay, I don't need to give examples because he's, he's unsaved everything. So Jeremy is this guy that I used to sit to. I don't care, I'll say his name. He is someone that I met when I was like 18, 19, maybe. Uh, maybe older than that, actually. Um, and we like stepped together a couple of times, but I had moved and I had moved on with my life. Like my life had definitely progressed. And I remember one time I posted a picture of me and my partner on my story, a happy Valentine's Day. And they were like, oh, who's that? And I was like, why are you asking me these questions, bitch? He was like, oh, well, I was wondering if maybe you wanted to, mm -mm. and I was like, mm -mm. what's mm -mm? And he was like, oh, I don't want to have sex with you. And I was like, just say that then and also no. Exactly. <laughs> why, why, why is it that black men feel the need to come into DMs and be talking in code. Why are we talking in code? What is this? Oh, you I don't understand. I want to take you home and just like fill you up. Fill yeah. me up. That's harassment. Because that's so sexy, right? Being telling someone you want to fill them up. That's sexual. Am I water bottle? Don't fill me up. Am I cereal bowl that you're filling up with milk? Like what the hell? Like you need to stop that. Like I don't really respond to that kind of shit. Even Same. when I find 
to some degree as a cisgendered woman i wasn't taking any bullshit i don't care who you are and you know that in that ignorant energy that black men have actually has transcended towards studs so now we have studs with toxic masculine energy who believe they can do the same so now that energy is transferred over into the queer community and now we don't know what to do because there are a lot of studs and femmes who feel are comfortable in this this heteronormative narrative of a man and a woman woman. the amount of times when i was with my ex and people used to say so who's the man and who's the woman trust me neither of us actually who's wearing trousers both of us wearing trousers what's up exactly last (laughs) time i checked my genitalia was all female so I don't really understand as to who's the man and who's the woman. Or because I maybe I can embody my masculinity a bit more than she can, they'll be like, oh, you must be definitely the man. No. Just because I can I embody a lot of, does not mean I'm, that I'm, I'm the man. I embody a lot of masculinity, but, you know, it's just a natural thing for me. I know naturally I have a lot of testosterone in my system. I can tell. But am I bothered? No, bitch. Like, I've always been, fam, I've had people, even when I was young, telling me that I behave like a cisgender like black gay man and it always used to make my head spin how people saw me as a gay man before I even saw myself as a gay man bitch so I always I used to ride off of that energy heavy but now that I've come to a space in my life where I'm so authentically okay with all the energies that I have no one can tell me shit like literally no one can tell me shit like all that bullying and all the harassment we took L's fam Trans people have been taking L's for the black community for a minute now, and no one's given us any respect, bitch. I know, and you know what? With the Black Lives Matter movement, I don't, I will categorically, and I'm saying this right now, I am supporting anybody who is doing a Black Lives Matter movement that does not stand up when a black trans person. Period. Say with your chest. Done. I will not be turning up. I'm not tuning in. No, I don't want to, don't follow me. Because don't you, talk to me, don't, I won't even energy, drop. And my drop. energy, it doesn't work. It can't doesn't work because, you know, I'm going to these marches, knowing full well, I could fall into a seizure, knowing full well that I have, you know, health hazards. Yeah. I go because I care about what's happening to my people. But then you're trying to turn around and tell me I'm a batty man. You need to go home. Exactly. You need to you're not home. here for the right reasons. You need to really think about what the hell it is you're saying. And the thing is, sexuality and gender has been around for a time. Ancient Rome, they were eating each other's nyash. Ancient Egypt, everyone, even before that, everyone was just like, like, what the hell? Why can't we share the common goal? I like puss, you like puss, so what's up? I remember saying this time and time again when I was on, because I remember one time on Backchat, yeah, one of the guys turned around to me and he was like, would you date an ugly girl who who has money and prospects or would you date the pretty girl who ain't got shit? And I'm like, First of all, there's no such thing as ugly. Exactly. It's just, you know, you may have a type of what you like. I mean, I don't have types. I think it's disgusting that you're typing someone's, like, physical features. Personality, you can go off because, you know. Yeah. But to say, oh, I don't like this person because they have a big nose or I don't like this person because their shoulders are too wide. Listen, the girl you're calling ugly probably isn't ugly and she probably has a sound, sounds like this bitch has a sound mind and just sounds stable as fuck to me. So I'm really rushing to her. Oh yeah, that's not the right answer. You're not a real guy, are you? I'm like, no, I'm not a real guy. I'm a sensible bitch with a fucking mind. I'm, I'm, this is the thing that, this is what I'm saying. Like you turning around saying something like that to me is very toxic because what's that saying to me is that you only look for somebody that's just pretty and just wants to stick around and just draw out your fucking bank account. Whereas instead of having someone who's stable-minded, who is level-headed to some degree and is appreciative of the experience of your mental state. And cares I've heard black boys in college being like, oh yeah, I'm going to chill with these white girls for now, yeah, but when I get older, I'm going to marry me a nice black woman. Oh, the black woman's not going to marry you. The black woman's already moved on to someone that will treat them with respect. I cannot understand this narrative at all. First of all, you know why, my dad has- why are we treating white women as disposable? Okay, I understand that there's white supremacy, but these are also people at the it's end. Little people, it. exactly. You know, my, my dad has a group chat with his brothers and all the men in the family where they sit talking about Eastern European women in the most derogative ways. When I found out about this, it made me sick to my stomach because we're not saying that we should just go around and start bashing white people like and just exactly. bullying them. We check the ones that need to be checked, but essentially what we're trying to say here is I need to be treated with the same 
in this with respect the way that she should be treated with respect, but she ain't even being respected. Because everybody's giving black man vim. Yeah. Just stop giving him vim to be egotistical and narcissistic and have a god complex. Most black men have a god complex. They don't even realize they have it. Misogyny is so real and toxic. It is so real. I used to hang out with this guy who was like anime AF, the nerdiest motherfucker I have ever come across. Dungeons and Dragons, the house down, bitch. Even he has the deepest misogynistic vibes. Oh, I just want to go with big titties. And you know why he says that? Because anime just be doing a madness to these boys. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at him. You know, an anime titty is a mood. But it's a mood. It's not like something that you should aspire for. Because exactly. that's why I say being pansexual for me is is so beautiful. Because And just being non-binary is so beautiful. And being in you know polyamorous is so beautiful to me. Because I've taught myself how to just love and respect others. And put everyone on that's an equal playing field. Whereas like heteronormativity everything is it's a pyramid scheme yeah and it doesn't work it's not working look at the society we live it's not in. working how many people are getting divorced how many people are single parents how many people are co-parenting how many people are this and how many that but you're mad because a same-sex couple is treating this child with respect and love and is actually giving them a stable setting but you know people who are rushing saying oh but you know if, if same-sex couple have a child they're always going to be gay no bitch because the same-sex no, couple what? it doesn't work like that, that rather than teaching them that they should get married one day or make sure you give me grandkids I ain't giving you shit because you ain't giving me shit so I ain't giving you nothing but cats bitch (laughs) this is what I don't understand as well is then we then have the older generation in the black community who are like you can't be gay because you can't give me children so what happens to the women who have um, polycystic ovarian syndrome and that can't have children what happens to the barren woman who was born that way she's still a woman but she can't give you children so does that make her gay no she's still a woman she wants to have children she can't physically have children we're living in 2020 there are many ways that you can there's have so many ways Sorry, I girl. don't need yes. to even have a man in my life to have a child right I'm now just going I want to get pregnant. And pick a sperm and be like okay I want that one okay let's work with it what the hell Exactly. And then there's people still living in this mindset that you need a man and a woman. And has six degrees and he's been in and out of jail and he's got a big old dick. That sounds like a mess of a man. That sounds like a mess of a man. You know what I would like? I would like a stable setting in my relationship life. That's all I've got energy and time for, bitch. I need stability, bitch. Because, you know, most black people that I know growing up have lived with nothing but dysfunction. And the thing is, when you don't deal with intergenerational trauma, you're, you know, this is what happens. Now the black family has been stereotyped as dysfunctional because intergenerational trauma is a thing. Exactly. They're just giving me the naughty corner. You're beating my ass up and down the house with a fucking flip-flop and then you're asking me why I say sorry all the time. Stupid, like. When you don't deal with your own trauma, you become so ignorant to other people's experiences. You don't... You just think, oh, my mom beat me, so I'm going to beat you. Like, just because exactly. your mom licked you doesn't mean I need to be receiving. Fam, I used to receive licks. Honestly, I went to my mom's house last weekend, yeah. And we, we got on a <laughs> I received, bitch. We sat down and talked about the beatings that we used to, we, used to, we told it to her face. So we were like, do you understand that, like, you are actually committing crime? Beating. Yeah, I said to my mom, like, high-key trauma, though. You're here laughing with your bedrooms, but I think down when I was 16, but I'm not laughing, bitch. I'm crying hard. And she was like, well, it was because you were naughty. I'm like, I I wasn't naughty, though. You asked me to do something. I did it. And I'm my dad, like, just like your dad, just reckless at the mouth and da-da-da-da. Listen, I don't care what the fuck happened between you and him, but you're about to fucking compare me to him because he's raggedy. Because what raggedy of him that you experienced, I did not experience that. So don't do that. Exactly. Everyone in my family used to tell me I'm just like my, you just like your daddy, just raggedy as hell, always popping your neck and busting your mouth open to say some dumb shit. No, I'm reacting to trauma and I'm only sick. Most of the stuff I experienced, I hadn't even touched 18 yet. Same. So Same. going into my adult life, I'm susceptible to, rum, you know, destructive things. Exactly. And this is the thing, because I was on Facebook earlier and somebody put on um, a page, I don't know if you follow this woman, but her name is Tanya TKO. And like, she, she like, will play a video and then we'll analyze it. And like, I really resonate with the things she said, cause she's actually talking sense for once. She's actually talking sense. So somebody put a post, sent her a post and she um, put it on her page and said, what do you guys think about this? And basically this woman posted on, on her Instagram or Twitter or somewhere and said that, um, women 
are at the cause of their own problems and that what women are doing in this day and age is that they don't want a good guy when they're in their 20s they're always going for the bad guy and then once they've had the kids with the bad guys and their single parents that's when they calm down and go to the good guys i said no 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 no. that's 100 not true first of all these women are already growing up in a dysfunctional home so they don't even know what healthy relationship looks like exactly bad man's come in now and said i can give you everything you want Oh, we all know him. Exactly. How many times have our parents told us you need to be with a rich man who can take care of you? How many times mom, did you tell me that I need to I go to the hospital? I look at my mom, bitch, you've had two men run into your life and they still ain't even take care of you. So what the hell? And now look exactly. at you, you're hanging around with this raggedy-ass white boy who ain't shit, like, he's really raggedy. Just be on your own and inspire yourself. Fuck all these man them. Like, they're not shit, some of them. Like, they're just not. And then the ones that are actually just genuinely nice and genuinely just good people, we can't see them. Can't see they them. They got their heads in their books. Exactly. They're actually reading. And here, burning the sage and reading. Also, yeah, another thing. Read. Don't let the Andre 3000 energy fool you, bitch. They're just Fuck as it. bad as the, as the road men. Okay. I want to make that clear to everybody, yeah? Just because he's wearing, he's wearing, like, Egyptian cotton and he's walking around with his, with his, with his satchel that he weaved himself with his fucking Andre dreads, don't. Erica Warren does, guys. Erica Warren does. Okay. I just think, you know, as black people, I think we have a long way to go because of the fact that we're just so ignorant to the fact that we are bad-minded. Exactly. Because why is it that my grandma and granddad can respect me? Like I've been in front of my granddad with my piercings and all of this, and he's been like, "What? Me don't know where them things are there, but if you're happy here, he doesn't business, fam, because he sees. I'm every time I see him, I'm smiling because he still sees that little kid that he's, you know, happy about. Yeah. All the rest is soul, but you know, my other family now. Why are you like this? Why are you change your name? Why are you this? What's even mad as well, you know, the only person that actually gave me good energy that day was actually my uncle Colin. I remember so well. He turned around to me like, oh, can I call you Terry? We'll call you Terry now. Yeah, this is Terry, guys. <laughs> his way of dealing with it was beautiful because it was just his way. Instead yeah. of just, you know, picking on me or making me feel insecure about my transness, he's made me feel kind of included. He's like, okay, you're mandem now. We're going for a cigarette. You come in. And I was just like, yeah, actually, I could do with a fag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so true it's so true and like it can, a lot happen. Of, it can and i'm like you know i'm i'm here with my auntie and she just does not care as long as i'm happy it is whatever like i tell her i'm going off to do stuff there are times that me and my cousin will roll up into the house and we've done some madness and we're like yo and she's just like oh. you both got no money because y'all been spending money on girls last night and none of you got pussy. Lord! Yeah. <laughs> now what? Now what? I'm like, is there rights? Because I'm hungry. Back into that, you know, over time, because I've noticed with some family members, they start off really ignorant and then they kind of turn around and they're like, listen, I wasn't trying to be mean. It's just, I love you and I'm just stressed. Yeah. Not that that's a real fucking reason. Just say you were transphobic and move on. Like, it's okay. Like, I would actually be mad at you. She was willing to learn about mm-hmm. me. She's got a straight son and a queer niece. And she was like, right, you're both different, but you both embody the same kind of energy. We both walk into a room and we're both like, what good? You know, we're hanging around each other. Like, she's like, not worried so that you both can handle yourselves. So she just gets to know people. And because of that, a lot of her thoughts have changed towards people in general she's not so I'm saying you make people expose people to certain things that they become normal yeah. as in the, that they just actually just fam i one thing i have to respect my mom on is that she always said to me don't judge someone for what they are judge them for what they're saying yeah. if you're going to do any judging because when i came up to my mom and told my mom at 14 that i was a lesbian Miss Thing said, okay, that's cute, but that room better be spotless. Lesbian or not. I will slap you so hard that rainbow's gonna be coming at your backside, bitch. And I was like, okay, I kinda live for this. I'm gonna go tidy my room. Okay, bye. 
<laughs> exactly. And that's all we want. We just want to be accepted at the end of the day. We want to be accepted by the wider population and the wider community. Mm. How can we do that when our own community has got a problem because none of them have bothered to actually sit down and uh, read up on their own history? We've been doing transgender before slavery. We've been doing it. We've been doing homosexuality before time. Exactly. Why is that a problem? We're misconstrued. All you lot care about is fucking German whips and band... I don't even know what the fuck a bando is, bitch. But all I know is that you don't know who Harriet Tubman is, and that's worrying me. Exactly. I remember when the film came out. Oh, I didn't know that was... You didn't know? Mm. Wasn't she the one that worked at that rail station? Ah, mercy! It wasn't a real railroad, you plonk. Doss. <laughs> oh. Where they talk about? It? You'd think that she was working at London Underground, taking tickets, bitch. Like, what the hell? You don't know your history. I hope to the truth. The journal truth is staring you down, yeah. Directly. Um, this is the time where the black community should be actually unlearning and relearning about our history from before slavery started happening. Let's find out what we were like before slavery started happening. Then we can digest what happened during slavery because there's a lot of blaming going around in the black community. If our forefathers hadn't sold our lands to the white people, that's not how it happened. They weren't just, white people didn't just come and say, listen, I'll give you a million dollars for your land and Mandem was like yeah cool no problem they really drew out their gunpowder and said give me these people or shooting your forehead bro exactly i like, think i think in that situation you don't know what to do because this, this this person has come to your country you don't know what the hell it is because it's probably the first time they've even seen white people so they probably think the hell is this because i remember seeing a video of this aboriginal tribe hold on one second i need to close the window it's cold bitch <laughs> this weather it is it's moving mad you know Flies keep flying in my room, man. Pissing me off, like, what the hell? It's raining. That's probably why they're mad, but whatever. But yeah, what was I saying? Uh, what was I saying? Um, gunpowder. Oh, yeah, that's it. The Abra- okay, so I saw the video, and this Aboriginal woman, yeah, she's taught she sees a white man for the first time. She's like, Oh, he's so pink, he looks ill. Is he okay? That's probably our response that our people had more time when they saw them, but instead they're getting rushed by gunpowder. And some of them probably, you know, this is the thing, like people think that we just sold our own people off. Like, nah, like there wasn't just our people present at the time. There was other nations that were getting involved. That it's wanted crazy. to, that, that, that the greed exactly. is real, fam. Exactly. This is the thing. And like, if you read into some of the, the explorers that came to Africa and the letters that they wrote back home, I've forgotten the man's name, but he wrote a letter back in 18 or something. And he said, you know, there is no poverty in Africa, everybody's happy, everybody's living. The only way that we can conquer this land is to actually divide them and then we can conquer. Because if we yeah, divide because they them, did, they, we have people in our history who are from our ends who were willing to trade their own, yeah, because it's happening right now. That's how I know it's facts that it was real because who taught them that energy, bro? Because now you have black boys who are willing to really leave their mum in the gutter so they can go and get a German whip. It's crazy. It's absolutely A German crazy. car. What's that going to do for you? That you're probably going to like drive into a fucking lamppost with your drunk ass. No. There's no child of mine. If I ever decide to bring children into this world, I doubt it. But if I do, I'm just going to teach them how to just you know, the first thing I'm going to teach them from young is how to deal with their emotions. Exactly. You instill that shit quick enough. You catch it that shit before puberty. You don't know what kind of like effect you're going to bring. Oh, when puberty, I was depressed, bitch. Same. I still I, was, uh, I discovered I Nirvana at the age of thirteen, and I was like, oh my god, they understand me. So exactly, and that. it's so sad because, like, when it comes to mental health as well. There are so many people within the black community who suffer from mental health because they're growing up in a household that's so dysfunctional and parents are not dealing with their own trauma and then they're just putting that trauma onto somebody else. You don't need to slap your child 27 times. My mum used to lick 
give me licks. I used to be, I spent so much time out of my room. Let me tell you how bad I got sent to my room so many times, but that now it's become a thing I do when I dissociate. I just run to my room. It's so sad how I, you know, whenever, I, I remember one time I was speaking to a counselor and they said to me, when I started talking about my mom and my family, they said, you just look like a little girl, that a little girl had just reached out. And it's so sad because yeah. that's what's happened with my dad. That's probably why I see my dad in a different way. I mean, I still think he's a bum, yeah? But I think it's very clear that he has been so damaged by life yeah. that he's lost. And there's nothing we can do about it because the persons that he loves the most are no longer here. Yeah. And now he's with a bunch of people that just cuss him out all the time and don't actually deal with him in a proper manner. The reason why my dad is so good at talking to me is because I, I, I facilitate a stable environment before he opens his mouth. Yes. Because I think important. if we teach them, then, you know, because my dad, as much as he annoys me, he's always been like the type of person who's like, we need, to, you know, the young people, the young people, the young people. He's always said stuff like that. And exactly. because, you know, if there wasn't so much hefty trauma between us, I probably would have been standing with him. And he, I probably, the only reason why I feel like my dad should not be speaking about Black Lives Matter much because we'd be there all day, bitch. And y'all just don't know. Y'all just don't know. He will try and find a way to correlate carrots in the pyramid, trust me. He will find a way. You know, I just think black people are lost right now. They don't know what to do. Exactly. And you know what? There's a lot of good people out there who want to make a change. And I applaud you. And I'm happy to be a part of that. However, you have to understand that in order to make a change, you have to include everybody. That includes trans lives. That includes LGBT. That includes disabled people. That includes mental health. Because before any of those things, we are black. I will continue to say it as until I until I can say no more. We are black before. Oh, and trust me, bitch. I'll come back in the afterlife and be sure to remind you. Exactly. And because the thing is, we need to also understand that this is a timely process. You can't get rid of hundred years of systematic oppression in five minutes. Exactly. That's why they always say it's a long war because yeah. we're unlearning certain behaviors and we're teaching people how to respect each other. Which is hard. Yeah. And the only way we're going to gain the respect that we want as the black community is if we start respecting each other, people. Yeah. Learn. And don't, don't worry, thing. I'll give enough, I'll give Vim, I'll give energy to this movement, but I won't give energy to people who are transphobic. I won't give exactly. energy to people who are, you know, just disrespectful of my existence. I won't give energy to you because you don't deserve my energy. Exactly. Why should we as trans people once again pull our socks up and fight for you guys to then turn around and tell me I'm a batty man and that I'm spreading AIDS and that I'm going to kill everyone. And that's social media and the news that has represented it that manner. The How many have... one that did it in the 80s telling everybody that, oh, black people and gay people are the problem. And then black people were like, you you know, you know, it's like that scene in, in Compose when, 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 uh, when they go to see his old ex-partner's body. Yeah, and they turned around to him and the lady's like oh we buried him in another area we don't know how this is spread I don't want him to be, nobody to be catching nothing and it's just like because black people are so susceptible like, they'll believe anything Exactly. they'll believe anything because they're taught to believe anything it's in our history it's, it's like it's generational shit and the generation intergenerational trauma that black people globally have faced and still facing currently especially with the fact that there's slave trade in Libya hello Girl, yes. slave trade is still existing. It's been. people who are listening who think that slave trade is over and we should get over it. It's not over. Fight me, fight me, fam. I'll even send you my location. Come find me because you know. Whilst we're all arguing about that Romanian chick that's being sex trafficked, this is happening, fam. Exactly. Black people being disrespected in every area of this planet, even in their own home and. I was tiring. Who told them about buggery and all this stuff? Buggery was a law that Henry VIII actually created during the, you know, the Middle Ages or whatever, because he wanted to have his own church because he couldn't divorce Anne Boleyn. So he came up with all these stupid ass rules. And these stupid ass rules he brought, they brought with them to the, to the, you know, to Africa. Then they brought that shit over to Jamaica. Then the Jamaica where they brought that shit over to America. And by the time you got to, black people got to America, bitch, lost. 
lost. Exactly. How many what trans is... people probably were on that boat? How many gay people were on that boat? How many of our LGBT brothers and sisters died on that boat? How many of them are dying right now that are not being filmed that we don't know about? We don't even know the real number. Exactly. That little, when I hear about old oh, 19, I'm like, no, that's a bullshit. No, that's, that's bullshit. True. That's 19 that you managed to catch. Yeah. There's no way you're telling me a trans black trans woman in Detroit, only 19, only 20. No. We're talking about, you know, areas that haven't been gentrified, areas of the of the Americas in the UK where there is still groups and communities who are find, trying to find a scapegoat and a way to blame someone for their problems. Now, I don't really care for this whole blame game, but this blame game is how things like the Holocaust started. The blame game is how a lot of these atrocities we know in human history are started. So we know where that some of the cotton fields that black people used to work on back in the day have now been turned into B&Bs in America. There's actually um, a, a one place, a museum, they decided to keep as a, as a historical site where people visit, kind of like how people visit Auschwitz, which I yeah. think is really, because the thing is, right, I saw this, I think it was on Oprah, this black lady, she was talking about all oh, these things are, you could say the Holocaust is the biggest atrocity, is the biggest atrocity caught on film. What yes. we was not caught on film. And when it was starting to get caught on film, no justice. Yeah. You can't expect a system that is based off of systematic oppression to start, you know, arresting officers for police brutality. We need to, you can't teach a system how to undo the very thing that has given them the reason to do the thing. Yeah. Like, we you, have it's to hard. create our own system, but in order to create our own system, we have to be inclusive. We have to actually show the system that we want, which is to be inclusive. Some black women don't feel no way about having their black gay friend doing their hair, doing their makeup, picking out their outfits. Like, but, oh, I can't have you around me because my boyfriend thinks I'm sleeping with you. So, let me take it's tiring. It's tiring. We're tired. People actually think all I do is go around and have sex. I know. It's like all of a sudden when you say that you are um, LGBTQ, that the, mo the moment you say that you're LGBTQ, all of a sudden... Sorry, my friend called me. Sorry. They're, 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 they're going through it right now. Um, I said that I was going to call them back because they're having... You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is, yeah. So, um, they're partner has now become completely distant from them because they don't feel attracted to them anymore and they're now carrying this person's baby and all of a sudden they're not attracted to them and they don't respect them just this and that and like this is a real energy that black women experience you know black men just breeding them up and then leffing them there to look after the picnic and they're complaining oh, where's my dinner where's my this where's my that and you know what that what that goes back to and I've always said this in the beginning, um, women, when we have children, we teach our daughters to be wonderful housewives, to pick up the mess, to always be there, to be emotionally ready for everybody else's rubbish when they come for us. But we teach our men, go out there, be great, be successful. We don't tell them that you can be successful and have a family at the same time. We don't tell them that if you're gonna sleep with somebody, put a condom on your penis. Because it's important. Put a condom on your blood clot, because I'm not trying to look after your picnic if you're not paying me to look after the blood clot, bitch. And as women, this thing of, oh, he doesn't like using condom, close your legs. I've, I've done that in the past. I will literally turn around and go to sleep. You don't want to wear a condom? That's fine. We're not doing nothing. Because I'm not doing it, baby. Turn around. I don't care about your dick that much because I probably won't come anyway, so. Exactly. You don't actually know how to satisfy me because you haven't been reading anything about it anyway, so... Whatever. When you find my clip, let me know, yeah? Because I'm tired. I'll be lying there with my leg up, like... It's right there! Do you know how much the clip pokes out when, when it's ready? It's like... Hello? <laughs> Hello? Can you see me? Hello? Hello, I'm back! Oh, yeah. I'm over here. No, this way. <laughs> 
No, 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 come, come, no, no, that way. No, rubbish, that's my Libya, come here. Back this way. There you go. Oh, you know, it's gone now, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> exactly. It's raggedy as fuck, bitch. That's sad, and I really hope that your friend gets through it. And no, they- I think they're going to because I'm gonna make sure they get the resources that they fucking need. Because I, I'm now in a position now where I can actually. This is the thing. I, this is what's so beautiful about my journey. Yeah, I never thought what I would ever one day get on stage, and and talk the way I do. You know, doing the activism I do. Like sometimes I don't even realize I've been doing activism this whole time. Same. And it's kind of like now that I'm in a space where I can give people resources and I can actually connect people to the right people and I can because I've built a little bit of a network yeah. because you know every piece of work that I do with people you know you can't really catch people telling me that oh Terrell wasn't professional Terrell Terrell I stopped from I got an email today like the other day saying someone saying oh we'd love you to this online show for us and we know you're a good-hearted person you'd be willing to willing to help out so let us know no pressure the reason why they say no pressure is because I announce to people and I make it very clear where my boundaries are. Yes, I perform. Yes, I draw. Yes, I do these things. But if you're going to get anything from me, you better run that check. Yeah. You better be ready to pay me because, you know, we give out our energy time and time again to movements, to society, to all this other shit, to have it then dash back in our faces like we're nothing. The only time they want to pull those trans people out is when they want to do a cute little, little number for pride and they want, oh, so what's it like being trans? Yeah. The only people yeah. at my uni asking me, oh, I'm doing this, my dissertation on trans people. I want, do you know any trans people that could help? I do, but they wouldn't help you. The way you just come at me and ask this question, I know for a fact they won't, because if I'm not taking it, they won't. Exactly. Because my, the, the reason why they're my friends is because we share a mind, certain mindset. So you're okay. tired. You need tired. to go ask somebody else, bitch, because I'm not about to be your project today. We're not a case study. We're still people. We still deserve love. We still want to be loved. We still give love. Because when my friends are having problems with their boyfriend, they're calling me like I know. Same. I don't know, girl. Leave him. But I love him. Why are you calling my phone, please? I want to go back to watching Glee. I mean, I know I've watched every episode, but let me go back now. Oh, but it's just I love him. But he cheated on you. He treated you like shit. He, you know... The black woman has actually, ever since, you know, whenever, you know, I'm trying to think, okay, Martin Luther King's a good one, actually. That's a good, that's a good example. Miss Coretta was doing work for this motherfucker. He did, I don't feel like, you know, I feel like this is the thing. We love Martin Luther King. We really appreciate what he did, yeah. But if he's like any other black man who speaks good, a, a good tongue, yeah, he definitely did some madness. No one's going to tell me otherwise, fam. Exactly. He definitely did a madness because he probably got fucking too big for his blood clot boots and thought, yeah, I can do what I want. Like most black men do have that energy. And the ones that don't have that energy, we have to fucking fish them out because they're sinking amongst all the bullshit. We need to actually go into our community and do and put the puzzle pieces together before we start telling Boris Johnson to sort that shit out. Exactly what I keep saying. We want to do all this work, but we're... Why is his mum okay with her son running drugs and bringing in a thousand pounds a week why let me tell you why because yes he's doing illegitimate shit but he's paying bills so now kids are now being asked to you know put their foot forward to help with the house listen bitch i'm pissed because whilst my friends are going to legoland doing nice shit i'm picking my brothers up from school i'm doing this i'm doing that and then when the time comes for my fucking you know my recognition oh but you're a bad child because you do xyz yeah. My mom told me straight up I couldn't go on the trip to Belgium because I, I gave her attitude in that one little conversation. And I was pissed because I was excited about going because there's nothing I love more than learning new cultures, bitch. Same. My parents took a lot from me. They removed a and lot they of do. They do. And, and now you've got yeah. their childhood at the age of 40. You know, that's why I understand to some degree what Michael Jackson experienced. That's why I understand why he has a childlike energy in his big 40s. Because in, when he was a kid, all he was doing was working. Okay. Paying his mum's rent. And that's the problem that we have with our children. We need to take it back and actually let children be children. But in order children, for that to happen... Oh, we... I can't be dealing with these white women, you know, just letting the kids do anything. What? Letting them be kids? I'm dead. I'm dead. I want to have a special corner on the stairs to go and think about what I did. Not have my fucking jaw on the other side of the fucking house. 
the hell? I'm doing fucking relay races up and down the stairs with my with my siblings, locking myself in a bathroom while you're bashing the door, screaming, and then you're telling me, oh, oh, no, I just I love you. You're it's toxic. Exactly, and I'm beating you because I love you, and then you wonder why your children are getting into abusive relationships. This is what I mean. Women are not in their twenties trying to find a bad man. They don't know what healthy looks like. They've no, never been taught it. No one, no bad man. No, I'm enough time for it. Exactly. No one tits. Let's let's put it close here for now. This is definitely like a part one, I say. Oh, let's bitch. Come back after. I'm definitely down for a part two. Because let me know. Because there's a lot of things to unpick. Like I said to you guys, I'm part of many different communities at the moment. I'm all for Black Lives Matter. But if your movement is not moving when my brothers and sisters from the LGBTQ plus community are suffering, you don't have my backing, 100%. You don't have my backing. I'm not about to spend more time. Faster than you can even realise, because I'm not here for it. I'm not going to stand for it. All black wives, all of them. Not just the, the cisgender, but all of them. Or Every single all of them. Women, men, children everybody matters who is black because you're black before anything that's all that matters and if you people can't understand that then you really need to go back and you need to start doing your research you need to sit down and you yeah, go do your research because i'm not about to do any more with you i'm done i'm very tired exactly it's draining our energy and i'm sorry i got i still have a nine to five to do outside of this so i'm sorry my energy is still needed in other places to pay Thank my so you know for people in the back because they ain't Honestly, listening i want my five i still need my energy for that when i wake up in the morning to do my job before i do anything else so really and truly i'm not here to teach anybody you have those resources if you've got the resources to listen to this podcast you've got the resources to teach yourself period and the people are sharing resources on instagram as well so i don't want to hear it exactly don't want to hear it you can literally find it on your explore page just how much they've been shared it's trendy. I don't want to hear anyone telling me, but yeah, I just think it's immoral. You know what I think immoral is? I think it's immoral that you're taking back a man that clearly will just treat you like a fucking doormat. I think it's immoral that you're really sitting here telling me my edges ain't ain't it shit when your edges are being thrown back because of the amount of weave you're putting in your hair because you're trying so hard to to, to exude this toxic femininity for, for the benefit of a man. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Listen, there's no... In this universe, in this realm, in any realm that can tell me what to do. Hey, mercy. That goes to be studs too as well. Don't feel because you're fucking wearing a strap that I won't draw you out. Same. Same. I'll yes, the strap was lovely, darling. I orgasm several times, but I'm still holding you to a certain standard. Yep. Which is cool. Like, people are trying to celebrate doing the bare minimum. Respecting human beings. You want to get a medal for doing the bare min. I, I know. People are on there tweeting, my man took the bins out. What was he supposed to do? What I'm was... not taking the bins out, bitch. I just hoovered the stairs, cooked the food, and your clothes for next week for you to tell me, oh, can you give me some action? Okay, I'll give you action. Watch, let me go warm my fist up. Exactly. Plug your socials so people know where to find you. Oh, uh, yes. My socials are underscore edit my feng shui underscore i'm sure it will be you know shared and stuff and all that good stuff you can find me on there darling on instagram yes on instagram instagram cool you guys know where to find me already it's a bane's life on all socials that's facebook twitter and instagram you can email me your dilemmas people because i'm about to do a dilemmas episode and i've got a few yes oprah give it to them there's a few people that need help. Y'all need Jesus. I'm just Y'all need Jesus. Y'all need Jesus. He, he needs need some milk. <laughs> but yes, this has been lovely, darling. Thank you so much for coming on. I hope to see you on Sunday at the protest. Oh, make sure. Because I ain't got shit to do. I'm sure I can get a quick train to Bristol. That's light work. It is. It is really simple. It really is. Yeah, it's really a straight... Uh, and where I live as well, there's no way. So... Exactly. I'll probably be there. You holler at, holler at me when you're going to be there because I'll be there pretty early anyway on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, let me know and I'll, because I, I don't know Bristol like that. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, don't worry. I'll come meet you because i got to get a train. 
I'll meet you and then we can go. Oh, sick. Okay, I'll make sure I'll get my ticket ready, bitch. All right. Cool. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Some more episodes. Follow us on social media. Guys, stop DMing me when you're listening to my episodes. I want to actually see, like, use the hashtag, it's a Bane's Life podcast. Like, actually let people know that you're listening. Like, why are you scared to tell people that you're listening to my podcast? What are you scared of? Give them my number. I'll yeah. come to them. I don't have a problem. Period. I'll get a boat or Uber. I'll walk exactly. there. I've business. I'll come find you. Eh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. But yes, we'll come back again next week with another episode. So thank you very much, everybody, for tuning yeah. in. Mm-hmm.